the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 56, Personal Development. AV Nation is brought to you by Sure. Sound extraordinary. This is the AV Profession, the look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Albright. Your host with me is my buddy and pal, Mr. Steve Greenblatt from Control Concepts. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely, dude. Thanks Thanks for coming. Thanks for hanging out with me for darn near 10 years now. I, I'll point that out. Uh, Steve and I met each other uh, through the AV Tweeps community. Uh, fantastic programmer. Uh, Steve has taught as well as run his own company in, in control programming, programming and automation. Uh, and you wrote a piece a number of, of, of weeks ago uh, for our friends over at AV Technologies uh, about tips for advancing your career, uh, your AV career specifically. First, I'm going to talk about um, the idea that, you know, there's not, you know, we, we've said this hundreds of not thousands of times, there's not a degree uh, for AV. Um, yeah, some people have a double E, some people even have a, um, you know, are a, are a PE. Uh, some people, um, um, have different varying degrees in, in, you know, electrical engineering. Um, but there's not an AV degree like in the medical profession or, you know, architects, um, or lawyers, they all have continuing education credits that they have to do to maintain certification or maintain, uh, their license. Same thing here in AV. If you're a CTS, a certified technology specialist, you have to do some of those. But as far as, as you know, evolving and advancing your AV career, if you're talking to uh, someone and you're giving them advice, first and foremost, what, what would you say to them uh, to keep sharp in the, in the AV uh, business? Well, I think we we spend a lot of time thinking about the tech. And of course, that that's important and that's given and, and we all need to understand what is our primary offering and our and and the skill set that is of value, uh, and, and so I think you know being up on tech is is critical. However, I think our industry also needs to look and and the uh, and certainly as an employer look at the value of the soft skills, and I think that that can be a huge not only differentiator but also can be something that holds you back if you're not able to to really thrive in different environments. So what I mean by that is that um, it's not just okay to be a great technician or programmer or project manager or or engineer if you can't interact with people. That's that that's rule, rule number one. And I think everybody would agree about that. Of course, you have some people where you say, Probably not somebody I'm going to put in front of a client to, to to sell us um, because they may be rough around the edges, but having them engage with the right types of people could be a big value. So communication, having uh, the the ability to and, and and along with that, everybody contributes to sales in one way or another. Um, you know whether they're selling themselves or they're selling their company because everyone provides an impression on clients. But, but along with that, you also have to look at organization, time management, being able to, to speak to people um, clearly and concisely, writing good emails, uh, and all of these skills, they're, they're not something that our industry 
always looks at as its primary focus in developing people within the developing professionals. And, and I, and it's, and these are the things that are, can be the hidden gems that allow people to advance in their career and allow them to, to uh, be more marketable and differentiate from other people with, with similar technical skill sets. And one of that part of the part of that is, is, you know, finding a mentor and, and finding somebody that you can, you can learn from. And, and that's a two-way street and you and I have, have shared information and, and shared, you know, our experiences back and forth over the years. Talk for a second, a second about the importance of giving back, right? And, and investing back into the AV community. And how do you do that, right? If, if you know, it, and, and this is, you know, I, I've made no bones about the fact that I am naturally an introvert, right? It doesn't mean I don't like people. It just means my energy comes from more internal. Steve is the same way. Steve and I are both introverts. However, you know, um, you know, we still, you know, reach out um, and and it, offer our advice, but also seek advice. So, if you're talking to a business owner, Steve, how do you how do you take that first step, uh, and you know, not just offer, but also ask? Well, I, I think we can. I could take this almost down to how you and I met. So, yeah. I I was following you because you were putting out good content in the world, and I was interested in what you were doing, and and I simply reached out and I said, hey. You know, I, I let me tell you who I am, and and I, I'm wondering if you might be looking for a guest on an upcoming show. And you said sure, and that's how it all started. And think about what what's become of that. And and you know now we have a program that we do together, and we and you and I have a bond that we spend time at trade shows together, go to conferences, and 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 all of these things are all because of that initial ask. It, it, and that's, so that's really all it takes is reaching out to somebody and complimenting them or just asking them about to, to learn more about what they do or telling them that, hey, how, how do I get to be somebody like you? And quite honestly, um, the, that sprung so many things for me professionally. Um, it gave me the ability to learn to to do a podcast that gave me the ability to practice public speaking and, and gel my thoughts and communicate more clearly. Um, I, I can't speak highly enough about it. And, and it's all because of, of, of a, one engagement, one time of taking a chance and, and reaching out to somebody. Yeah. And, and I know this is going to be somewhat flip, um, but, but the worst thing that somebody can say to you is no. Right. Um, Absolutely. I've, I've, um, I, you know, I, years ago was in the radio business and, and, you know, people have asked, you know, famous people that, that, that you've met and stuff like that through, through that. And it's like, you know what, they're, they're people. And the worst thing that somebody can tell you is no. Uh, so just reach out and, you know, whether it's Steve or me or whoever. Um, one, one last thing and, and something I did pick up from Steve um, years ago, uh, and that is coaching. Um, now, Steve does a better job of, of, of maintaining a coaching relationship than I do. Uh, so I'm going to let him talk about it. Um, but yes, finding somebody who, who, you know what, that, that you can say, look, you know, you're, you're smart in this area. This is more than a mentor, right? This is a, this is a business relationship. You're paying someone to help you along the way. So Steve, talk about the value of coaching and getting a coach. So the, the idea of a coach, and when I first learned about it, it was a number of years ago. Now it was foreign. I didn't understand the concept so much. I kind of was skeptical because that's what people that are, uh, you know, analytical C type personalities. If you know the disc profile, you know, they, they tend to be skeptical, but what, 
But if you think about the idea of, uh, of athletes hiring a coach to, to uh, keep them, hold them accountable, help them get better, help them fine tune and, and evolve their craft. It, it is a model that's very easily replicatable. You, you, you know, if you play an instrument, you, you find somebody who can help you get better at it. Uh, the same is true in, in business and in career uh, there, and there's coaching now popping up in, in all sorts of areas. And what, depending on, on who you're working with, and uh, it, it, it can, there are coaches that help people that are starting out. There are coaches that help people get, take the next step in their, in their business life or their, or the evolution of, of their, their business, because no matter where you are, getting to the next level is always going to be scary and challenging, and you've never been there before. So, having somebody like that to who who can help you to identify the the way to get there. And what I've learned mostly from coaching is a lot of of skills that can be applied to other things. So, for example, um, looking setting goals. Set, so, set, setting a, a big picture goal. Uh, boiling it down to smaller goals and then boiling it down to steps. And you know, co- one of the things that a coach does is hold you accountable. But but just that concept, because if you want to start out to, you know, and, and, and because I like to run, I, I if you want to, I could use the analogy, if you wanted to run a, a marathon, you, you can't just start running a marathon if you've never run before. So you have to work your way up to it. And you have to think about what do I have to do today to get me to that goal of running a marathon and set a realistic time frame to get there. And um, coaching does that for people and businesses and, and also in, in professional environments. So yeah, they're executive it's, coaches as well as business owner coaches. Well, that, that's actually where I was going to go is, is talk for a second as we wrap up here is, is what sort of coaching is out there. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, and, and, and people that, that get life, life coaching, I think it's fantastic. And if that works for you, that's it's great. You know, um, good on you. This is more about, you know, uh, finding someone who helps you with business development, somebody that helps you with, you know, employee engagement. Just to talk for a second about some of the, the, the more popular or available coaching uh, for business owners. I, I I think similar to if you if we look at an analogy in you know in medical practice, there's a generalist mm-hmm. and then there's specialists. So to your point, um, you could have somebody who could just help you um, in in all aspects of a business, or you could help, or you could hire somebody that you are looking to help coach you through a project or develop a skill or to focus on a certain area of your business that you uh, need to, to grow or to, or to get better at. And, and also that trickles down to, to a team. So a coach can work with an executive team or even work with a, uh, a technical team uh, because part of coaching can also be about developing a team dynamic and it's always good to have an outsider's view to say, okay, where are the sticking points? Where are the roadblocks? Where, what, what can we do to increase our productivity and, and, and help our team work better together? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Steve, that'll be a good place to stop. Uh, how do people connect with you or Control Concepts? Control Concepts is at controlconcepts.net. I'm on social media at Steve Greenblatt. And I'd love to also share that we have a show on programming uh, 
and automation and control with my partner, Rich Fragosa here at uh, AV Nation. So check out A State of Control. All right. Yep. All of that and more at avnation.tv. Uh, my name's Tim Albright. Don't follow me, but go by the website and you can check out Steve's show, uh, avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. This program, A State of Control, and a whole bunch of others. So, all that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. Mm-hmm.